Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between, truly, as we will tonight. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm so glad to be with you guys tonight. Joining me, as always, are my very good friends, Justin Sandoval, we like to call him Sandy, and of course, the one and only Anthony Amato, Mr. Shimato. Guys, how are we doing tonight? Great, man. Great. Uh, wrapping up the week here. Um, it was actually a busy week for me. Uh, yeah, you're wor- alive after all that work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I had to work on uh, three different locations this week and uh, helping out uh, just some uh, you're fellow, just, fellow you're stores. You're a good employee. Yeah, man. yeah, man. I'm just, wherever they need me, I'll go and help out. But anyway, so MVP. I drive like halfway across the state to do it. Yeah, I got to get at something. Yeah. Oh, well, you know. Shimano, how you doing, bro? <laughs> uh, doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. You know, still uh, getting used to my new job, so been an interesting week and rolling into it feel it still feels weird rolling into an actual weekend it is yeah it is crazy so last weekend was your first off weekend ever like a normal like with your new job you you, you work monday through friday and last yes. weekend was the first one that you had right yes like you've had weekends off that you've requested before i'm sure yeah. but it's different it's got to be so different for you man that's yeah. so cool it's been like a decade <laughs> since i've had like uh, uh, a weekend off without having to ask off for it. Gosh, I can't dude. even imagine that, right? Dude, now. let that sit yeah. in, man. For all you listeners, oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> On that um, retail life, man. Hey, man. Yep. So, well, you. The only thing that will pair well with that is the return of football. Uh, so, oh, yes. yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> I sure I'm, hope. I'm not gonna lie. I am kind of angry that this is happening right now. <laughs> because, yeah, like, for real. Like it's the one of the things that I would definitely be looking forward to having a weekend is being able to watch college football on Saturday and pro football on Just Sunday non-stop. and not having to yeah. choose if I don't want to. Uh, and then this, everything that's been happening, it's 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 kind of annoying. Like I'm kind of irrationally mad at it, it what I really shouldn't be. <laughs> no, it's understandable. I mean, you know, as long as you don't burn it, burn down any public buildings. Over the loss of football, you know what I'm saying, but it, 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 it's which, it's okay I mean, to be we'll sad, see. which may happen. Yeah, still, it's, it's okay <laughs> to be sad. It's okay to or, feel. Uh, yeah, I could see some of the, you know, us living in the south, some of those college college towns. Dude. Ooh, that's they, pretty, they yeah. take those those uh, listen, man, games seriously. You, listen, man, you ain't seen nothing until you see uh, a Saturday in the fall where there's no college football in the south, man. I'm telling you what. Things are going to be burning down to the ground, man. <laughs> and what's so crazy, oh, gosh, it's so hard. I hate that this is going to get political, but I'm just going to say it. Like, if there's no, like, fans in the stands, like, the whole point is to keep people from gathering. And you know what everyone's yeah. going to do? They're yeah. going to tailgate. Yeah. Yes. It's like it's not going to not happen. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, all right. Speaking of sports, speaking of football, we have a really cool topic which we will get into in our main spotlight later in this podcast. Check out the show notes because uh, a little bit later we will be doing our top five sports movies of all time, which I'm really excited yeah, about. We're getting back to some sports going on around us. That's we got right. Basketball going on. We baseball got soccer. Started. Baseball started. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, hockey so. started tonight, I think. Hmm. Hey, okay. So I know so, you yeah, guys are big are hockey back. fans. Yeah. No. You guys are big hockey fans, I know, so I'm <laughs> glad I was able to remind you. Uh, but before we get into our main spotlight, let's cover a little bit of the news that's been going on in the entertainment world. Anthony, I heard that you have some uh, news to share with us. Yeah, I just thought it was very interesting to see um, that the 
run of the manga Attack on Titan is actually coming to an end. Um, and I just felt it's been such a um, it has such a large impact on not just Japanese culture but American culture as well. Um, and it's kind of burst onto the screen, potentially being one of the biggest um, mangas into an anime and you know decades really. Um, you know, probably one of the biggest shows in you know in that area ever like in, unless you count something like a dragon ball z which really kind of <laughs> yeah you know no, you're right man attack on that's Titan. that gray area you know yeah it, it really came onto the scene really hard man and uh a lot of like what made the show so great was the source material like the manga yeah. that it came from it was just so strong and well written that it just made for an easy easy watching uh and like just the fight scenes they were able to execute based on uh, what would, was drawn in the manga. Uh, a lot of it was just really strong and really uh, incredible, really. Uh, when it first came on the scene, like just it's something that you really haven't seen before uh, in, in just the anime uh, world, I, I would say. Um, it was just unique in, in its uh, storytelling. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's been some of the strongest uh, anime on, on, on television, uh, and it all came from the manga. So yeah. uh, I know this uh, last season that uh, just came out um, it had one of the best fight scenes, I think, in, in, in anime it's like top top five for sure and it's the levi fight against the the beast titan but anyway i'll just uh, i'll drop that there but it's fantastic man yeah, yeah good sure. good run good run for sure just nerding out a little bit over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey man i love i love a good anime man so uh some movie theater news okay Ooh. okay yeah hit me uh, oh. um so i know Keep we mentioned popcorn. we mentioned in an earlier cast a long time ago that uh amc and universal were fighting and universal is pulling all their movies from uh, going to theaters and just going to release it on demand. Well, uh, AMC has struck a deal with Universal. Uh, the specifics on dollar amounts are not have not been released, but uh, normally a movie would go to theaters and it would do a run of 90 days, and then after that 90-day mark, you can distribute it uh, either on Blu-ray or streaming or whatever. Right. Well, now the Universal has struck a deal with AMC that it's shortening the run. So no longer does a, a movie have to run in the theaters for 90 days. Uh, Universal says that they're going to give the AMC movie theater three week three weekends, uh, adding up to a total of 17 days, and then they're eligible to release it out on a streaming platform. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, so it cuts down. Jeez. Yeah, it cuts down on the wait time for. So, dude, that's gonna eliminate a lot of people. <laughs> like, I'm a big procrastinator. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I'll, a movie will be out for many weeks. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to go see that. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely change like the way that uh, you know, potentially they release movies, or you know, or how AMC wants them to release movies. Because all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, you know, you have this these couple movies being released on the same weekend. Yeah, now a lot this of people is, aren't going to go. This is just one universal. This is yeah, just universal. Yeah, yeah, just okay. universal right now because Universal is the ones that uh, just they have the the streaming platform to to release it on, and so they just went ahead and uh, released like for example, Trolls World World Tour was the one that yeah. kind of started it all, and that's like a huge cash grab for all these kids. Uh, oh, mommy, mommy, I want to go see Trolls, mommy, mommy, like, and so they they take their kids to the theater, and boom, animated movies, man, they rack up a ton in the box office. So like at minimum, it's like a guaranteed five hundred million just because. Yeah, it's of, it's ridiculous. Yeah, kids, yeah, the demand, and then they release it out on streaming, and for twenty bucks a rent, 
uh, for 48 hours, and they made a, a killing because these parents are stuck at home like with their kids and not, not yeah. in school. And what what are you going to do? You're going to go ahead and watch uh, movies and keep them entertained. So especially when you have uh, a recognized name already, an established name, like you are. Yeah. It is a your, your floor is so high when you're talking about those animated movies, yeah, like that. Um, like like trolls. It's already had one big movie. Anything that comes out after this, no matter how bad it is, no matter how poorly thrown together it is, it's going to make buku bucks. Yeah, absolutely. And just, I mean, just picture this. Like, one of their biggest properties is uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah. So, the new movie comes out in April next year, in 2021. Uh, thanks a lot, Corona. And <laughs> it's going to be in theaters for, for three weeks, and then you can have it in your house and watch it over and over again. Yeah. 17 days later. Like, that's that's wow. pretty intense, man. And. It, it, it shows we've come a long way uh, in the movie process and the movie Yeah, because game. movies yeah. used to be like nine, 90 days, but then there was like another two or three months before it would come out yeah, on yeah. the DVD. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It was, that was it, yeah, awful. It would be crazy because like, there'd be movies like, uh, especially like the Star Wars movies, like you'd be waiting so long for those to actually come out and you were like, oh, I just can't wait to get my hands on the physical copy yeah. after seeing it in theaters and you're like... I want, you yeah. know, as you're going and at you'd, it. You'd um, watch it opening weekend, and then, yes. like, months would go by, and then you're like, should I get it one last viewing in before it leaves yeah. the theaters, and then we have to wait until it comes out on the... Like, you, you have that process in your head, but uh, now this kind of, like, changes the game for that, so... Man, I'm going to need you to do me a favor, Justin, and keep me posted on which which movies are, like, eligible for the 17-day, and then they're gone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, Jurassic World is going to be... That's another yeah. one that's going to be Jeez. eligible James for that. Bond. Yeah. James Bond, yeah. Dude. Okay, so we're going to have to watch that a few times in yeah. those, uh, I those mean, 17 days. Trust huh? me, I, I plan on it just because of my love for James Bond. <laughs> Do they Bond, have a so. date for that yet? Uh, the movie, James Bond, they yeah. just fall still, but there's a small chance that they're going to push it back like uh, Fast and the Furious to 2021. You said so. a small chance? Small or chance, it? yeah. Okay, so it's more than likely going, coming out in the fall? Yeah. We're shooting with that, yeah. It's okay. like, is, is that it's like actually, that the same actu- chance that uh, Winter Soldier was still going to come out in the fall? <laughs> you know what's crazy is these things are done. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, good point. Most some of these things are done, and like, you know, like Tenant and mm-hmm. James Bond, Black Widow. Like these these movies are probably done. Yeah, they're, those movies are all done. Yeah, they are. So However, the fact that they're keeping them wrapped up yeah. is impressive. I, yeah. there was a there was a rumor going around that uh, the 007 movie uh, had a callback for some reshoots, and I don't know if that's oh. I don't know I don't, yeah I don't know how much uh, <laughs> how solid that is, but uh, uh, that's interesting. The fact that they were getting ready to release it what in April, yeah, and then uh, yeah. all of a sudden. April. They push it back, and now they're doing reshoots. I don't know how that plans uh, Maybe they're going to – I don't know. That could be mm-hmm. an issue. Maybe they're just tinkering with it too much. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Well, let's go ahead and transition now into our uh, main spotlight for the evening. Um, we like to cover you know, different movie reviews. We've done uh, film reviews. Sorry, I already said that. But also uh, series reviews and things of that sort. Tonight we're doing something a little different. Every now and then we like to do like a top five list. Um, and we are going to do our top five sports movies of all time. So we're all dudes. We're all bros here. <laughs> Love sports, and sports movies are a blast as well. Um, it's going to be fun. We're going to go around the table here, and we're going to start with number five. Everyone's going to share their number five film. Then we're going to hit number four, and we're going to make our way down to everyone's number one. Um, so before we get into that, also want to say follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. And, um, you know, let us know what your 
top five sports movies are of all time. So that being said, let's go ahead and jump in. Justin, I'm going to send it to you. Why don't you start us off with your number five sports movie? All right, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and start us off by saying, like, football is my number one sport, hands down. Uh, but one thing that I love about a good sports movie is, like, taking a, a funny take on football. Uh, yeah. And uh, so my number five is a comedy starring Keanu Reeves as Shane Falco in The Replacements. Shane Falco. Yes. I absolutely love that movie. Uh, Gene Hackman does a great job as the head coach. Yes. And the premise of the movie, man, is just uh, they bring in replacement players because the NFL, the NFL the league goes on strike. It's not the yeah. NFL. It's whatever. Uh, but they go on strike and they bring in these uh, hacks. And then they get, bring in old lefty Keanu Reeves. To run the team as the quarterback. Uh, but anyway, great movie, funny. Orlando Jones is in it. He's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, that was when Orlando Jones was in his prime. Uh, so, but well, yeah, great movie. Yeah, I'm surprised that you were able to watch that movie considering your hate for left-handed quarterbacks. <laughs> I, trust me, I, I can't stand a left-handed quarterback on my team or in general, but Keanu Reeves, man. How can you how can you hate Keanu Reeves, man? It's It's hard. So. It, it is difficult. A very good movie. Um, just like a lot of quirky characters. Very, you know? very quirky. You know, it's it's similar to like other movies where they kind of like um, they throw together like this, you know, cast rag, of rag tag, yeah. yeah, this ragtag cast of people who are just like, you know, ridiculous, you, you know, who have these weird skills that are related to football. Like uh, I remember the, the tight end in the movie is blind. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. He is. Yeah. Um, oh no, no! I'm sorry. He's deaf. De- he's that's deaf. Right. Um, uh, and then like, um, and then they have like a sumo wrestler as one of their offensive linemen, <laughs> which, which makes sense, right? A yeah, yeah. Sumo wrestler should be an offensive yeah. lineman, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> sumo wrestling, pushing around. <laughs> hey, that's a makes sport. Sense. That's a sport. Yeah, it is, and that's what it's based off. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely a very good movie, and just you know brings a lot of comedy and fun to the genre. Mm. Well, speaking of comedy and fun, let me hit you with mine number five. It's not football, although, spoiler alert, there will be at least one football film on my list. Uh, Number five for me is a sport that, (laughs) uh, let's see, how do I say it? It's a a very popular Olympic sport, especially in Caribbean nations. And, of Uh, course, I'm talking about Cool Runnings, baby. Yes, I love that movie, man. He's got us Bob's dead to you. (laughs) Dude, John John Candy makes that movie so good, man. Yeah, he's so good in it. He's... Dude. He's phenomenal. So, did you guys, dude? This movie came out in 1993. Man, yeah, that is wild. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's such an old movie now. I haven't seen it in a while, but um, man, just the whole premise that Jamaica mm-hmm. is competing with, you know, Switzerland and Norway and yeah. like all these like European teams in bobsledding in yeah. the Olympics is just amazing. Um, they're they're actually go ahead. they're actually talking about making it a Disney Plus series. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. yeah. Okay. Well, now, and of course, it's based off. We will of be a reviewing real team that as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, phenomenal movie. Super funny. A lot of fun. But honestly, maybe like one of the best scenes is uh, I can't remember the guys' names. Of course, it's been so long since I've seen it. But when they're in the bathroom and they're like shouting in the mirror, like you know, he's like, <laughs> "Yes." Uh, what is, what does he say? I'm a badass mother who don't take no crap from no one. <laughs> yeah. I am strong. I am proud. Yeah. Dude, it's it's a it's a good movie. It's a good very, movie. It's an inspirational movie too. Like yeah, very, yeah, very much so. So, so uh, it's it's fun. And it's, it's a it's a good fish out of water because like obviously they're on the island of Jamaica and yeah. uh, <laughs> a lot of snow there. Yeah, a lot of yeah, snow. A lot of bobsledding yeah. oh, in yeah. their so. spare time. <laughs> uh, Shimada, how about you hit us with number five on your list? Number five. Um. So I am a huge baseball fan. So. <laughs> 
the way I kind of thought about this on my list, uh, like there are multiple movies on my list. This movie is the most recent, and it is kind of feels like this evolution of me as a sports fan. Uh, it is Moneyball. Um, of course, it has the fantastic performances, a very charismatic um, Brad Pitt. You know, just sometimes like he is just he's so good in some roles and you're just like when he really isn't trying to be over the top, you know, suave leading man. He is a he is a top notch actor in my mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then you have Jonah Hill in one of his um, very first serious roles. Um, yeah. playing nominated an, for an Oscar, Best Supporting yeah, Actor. Yeah, playing an, an analyst called Peter Brand. Um, just you know, it's a great movie about the early two thousands A's. And oh, once again, you know, a lot of our movies that we're gonna be talking about are going to be about underdogs um, and how they deal with adversity. Um, and this is about real life adversity and how the Oakland A's used analytics to solve the problem of. Can, of money in baseball yeah and uh, it's crazy moneyball can take something as like nerdy as analytics and make it entertaining like they yes. take you to the front office which we really don't see a lot of in like real in life behind, sport, the, really. yeah, behind the scene of the front office and it like makes crunching numbers and uh putting all your uh your team into stats and it yes. makes it enjoyable and entertaining, which is great to see the Moneyball do. Yeah, it's, it is. It's largely because of Brad Pitt and his just charisma as yeah. he's going along. He just carries that so well. And of course, I just had to throw out like one of the first like major roles for Chris Pratt as well. You know, a Scott uh, Hattieberg. Yeah. You know, so just wanted to throw him out there real quick. One of his first real big breakout roles, dude. I love that you mentioned. You know how we're going to be talking a lot about underdogs? Yes. Because I think I'm going to go ahead and segue that into my number four <laughs> sports film of go all for time. It. Again, another very, very popular sport. Uh, I'm actually referring now to Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Yes. Don't forget the subtitle. That's right. Do not forget the subtitle. Uh, man, you guys are going to see a trend of a lot of comedy films in my uh, in my list. But Dodgeball is another one of those movies <laughs> that I could just throw on. <laughs> And I just love it, man. Just over and over so again. good. Yeah. How, how dare you make me bleed my own blood? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say it's bigger than the World Cup, World Series, and World War II combined. Dude, <laughs> here's the thing, man. Like, here's how awesome Dodgeball was. They they had a joke in the movie about ESPN covering the show, or excuse me, covering the tournament Yes. on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Yes. And that was so funny, so creative that literally now today, and they, they did it years ago when they started it, they created like a whole brand. ESPN created ESPN 8, the Ocho, yep. for like weird sports, weird competitions. You know, not that dodgeball is like all that weird compared to some of the things on the actual dojo, or yeah. uh, Ocho, excuse me. Um, but man, this is such an awesome film. Uh, ben Stiller is amazing. Yes, uh, Vince yes. Vaughn is amazing, and even the whole supporting cast too does a really good job. It has one of the best sports cameos ever with Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, oh, but Lance, Lance Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's right. That scene yeah. with Lance Armstrong oh my is gosh, phenomenal. It's, it's like you you feel like you just want to curl into just you feel the cringe. Oh, the cringe so bad. Mm, yeah. So what are you dying of? <laughs> Right now, it feels like shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, man. Uh, so, yeah. If you haven't seen Dodgeball, go check it out. I mean, it is such a funny movie. So, Justin, send it to you, man. Number four. Yeah, okay. So, my number four, um, I'm a I'm a sucker for, like, 80s action. Yeah. And I feel like 
Jean-Claude Van Damme. It was oh at, boy. Yeah, 80s prime, man. And I'm go- I'm talking about Bloodsport. Yeah. And uh this movie Underground Tournament uh amazing, dude. And it, it just the the fighting scenes were like so like dramatized and over yeah, the top. So so, so over the yeah, top. So man. over the top, but they were so entertaining. Like there's so many yeah. yelling and like and just wild <laughs> wildness, dude. And the yeah. the main villain, I kid you not, he probably only had like three lines in the entire movie, but he was menacing dude like, like you did, yeah you did not want to f- yeah exactly dude you didn't want to fight this guy in the ring yeah huge he, he, dude huge yeah he dude. was dirty and all that kind of stuff man but yeah. uh it, i love the whole underground aspect how you get invited to this hidden tournament and yeah. then you had to compete to be the best in the world and it's to the death like that's just right up my alley like there needs to be a movie nowadays <laughs> made <laughs> right like, up your alley. Made, yeah made like this because it, it, i mean honestly it really wouldn't work the, now now in time like never but, back uh, down isn't it I, I love actually never back down to be honest with you, but yes, that's similar. Yeah, yeah. but it's just I don't know yeah. to the more the world scale, sure, world sure. scale. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, like uh like I was telling you guys off of uh, the podcast. Uh, I feel like it is a it's Ooh, Mortal Combat. It's Mortal Combat. It, it was like yeah. mine Mortal is Kombat, yeah. mine is like all the uh, supernatural powers. Yeah. You know, where it's just, you know, you're just beating on these people in an underground fighting tournament. Like, you're really just doing it because you want to be the best. Like, you are, yeah. like, I would just want to, I, I just want to be known as the best there is. By the way, I don't know why, this is total tangent, but when I'm thinking about Bloodsport, when I'm thinking about these kind of fighting, underground fighting movies, this wasn't the main point of this movie, but... I just love I just love the film Cradle to the Grave, <laughs> and you know when J- when Jet Li's character is in that like the cage and that whole scene yeah. is just amazing. Yeah, that's a great scene. We should review that film. Anyways, uh, Shimato. So actually, you talking about like eighty great eighties fight movies actually segues really nicely into my number four. Let's hear it. Uh, a huge eighties movie. Um, I am of Italian descent. So I always have a strong pull to this character, um, to the Rocky series. Um, mm. And for me, Rocky Four. I know it sounds ridiculous, but Rocky Four is just holds a place in my heart. Like I, I know Rocky One and I know Rocky Two are just like masterpieces in the actual filming of a movie and like the production of the movie but rocky four just gets to me it's just (laughs) him like apollo creed getting killed in the ring um you know followed up by the one of the best montages in in movie history with uh him training in the mountains and then facing off against this supernatural being in dolph lundgren (laughs) and just like pounding on him and it really um it's evolved for me as a movie as well because when you know as a kid you know you're just like you're just watching this awesome fight scene and stuff like that and then actually in college i actually wrote a an a paper on Rocky Four. Whoa, okay. Yes. Hmm. Um, and basically about um, the connection between um, American, uh, uh, like the juxtaposition between American and Russian culture and the way that, um, you know, the American um, perspective is shown in that movie and, you know, in connection with between capitalism and communism and things of that nature. So, you know, it's kind of taken on a little bit more than just, you know, beating on two guys beating on each other for yeah and then like as a kid when you're watching it like ivan drago is just like this like this this bad really bad guy yeah. who like he's larger than life type of deal but then like when you watch it nowadays you're like he's just he's just training really hard and he's doing what his country to represent his country because yeah. this is a 
this is a big a big honor for him. So yes, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it was Ivan Drago, very very menacing and and very villainous in the in the, the his portrayal of him. But yes. essentially, he's just trying to bring honor to his country and uh, just fight for for him and their recognition. So yeah. but, like yeah. you were saying with the villain in Bloodsport, very few lines. Yeah, he does not say a whole <laughs> <True>. lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the presence though. Yeah, oh, the yes. presence for yeah. sure. So speaking of menacing, how about you tell us about number three? I'm just taking a shot in the dark there. I don't know if that's a good segue or not. <laughs> uh, no? Debatable, okay. maybe? Okay, I just maybe. took a shot uh, maybe in the dark performance. there. His performance as the dad, maybe. So okay. anyway, my, my number three, right around number three. Did that's you right. do your number? No, no, yeah, I did my number four, yep. Oh, yeah, dodgeball, okay. So my number three is uh, He Got Game, starring Denzel Washington and Ray Allen. Definitely menacing. <laughs> well, Denzel's character, he is pretty, uh, I don't know, he's pretty hard in that movie, man. Yeah, he, yep. kinda, he does portray the, um, the like, helicopter dad, the, like, uh, the, the driving father figure. Yeah. He does that figure very well. But uh, I thought this movie was amazing movie. Um, Ray... F- First off, Ray Allen, actual basketball player, yeah. uh, starring in this movie. He actually did a really good job acting in this movie, and yep. uh, he didn't actually have to get a stunt double to play his basketball scenes. Which is so <laughs> that's, yeah. that's nice. Which is so yeah. funny because Ray Allen never seemed like the the type of personality and like on the court where you're like, oh yeah, he might be an actor one day. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, I mean, he's pretty humble when you watch him yeah, on, on yeah. the screen. He's not really like trying to draw that much attention type of deal. But right. uh, but he plays Jesus Shuttleworth, uh, arguably one of the best fictional uh, basketball players of all time. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no. Anyway, it's a great storyline, man. It's debatable. It's a, uh, father father son uh, dynamic as well. Um, and uh, he's just chasing his dreams, uh, trying to trying to get by. But he's yeah. got a you know tough life to live too. Yeah. So another really another thing you see in a lot of sports movies that father father son dynamic. Those play large in a lot of sports movies, and that movie grasps those. Uh, Trace very yeah, well. I mean, sports connection is it runs deep, man. I mean, like yeah. we could probably trace back all of our love for sports or a sport you know, through the connection with our dads. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's That's true. It's, yeah, yeah, the power of sports, right? Amen. There <laughs> yep. you go. Let's keep it moving, Shimano. What's number three for you? Uh, my three goes, you know, in the more goofy realm. You know, working a love little it. like that. You know, it has a great mix of animation and live action. Uh, may not look as good as it did when it first came out, but of course... Don't worry, they're remaking it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think uh, I know where you're going. uh, Space Jam. Yes! Space Jam at number three. (laughs) Uh, Just, I love it, and one of the biggest problems I have with them remaking it is, like, what event are they going to use? I mean, I guess they could potentially use the coronavirus (laughs) if the... You know, maybe that's the event that jumps <laughs> oh and, you know, creates something like that. But, that would uh, like, be crazy. But the his it just fit in Michael Jordan's timeline of life so well. Um, you know, with him retiring for 18 months and then coming back. Um, and then this being what he goes through to kind of gain back his love of the game. Um, and it's a great show of just, um, you know, and it's goofy and it's funny and it brings out so many great Warner Brothers characters. You know, all your great animated characters, Bugs, uh, Donald Duck, Taz. you Daffy know, Duck. Daffy Duck. That's right. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Daffy Duck. Sorry. Yeah. And um, uh, arguably one of the greatest soundtracks of all oh, time. For oh, sure, phenomenal, for sure. phenomenal soundtrack. And then it brings up, there's a whole bunch of, you know, really good 
basketball cameos uh, of players. You know, the entire Monstar po- team. Losing their powers. Yes. Yeah. Yes, losing their powers. Those are some hilarious scenes when you see them trying to play basketball without their powers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a couple of hilarious scenes about, like, the, the players freaking out, you know, about this disease moving along. Like, Vladi Divac. I just remember him, like, out front of the Lakers, the Lakers and talking about that as well. It's just, it's a phenomenal movie and just, you know, it brings out such a... And then, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't um, bring up one of the great, another one of the greatest cameos in sports history, mm. Bill, Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, phenomenal. Yes, I, he probably gonna, he should make a return for the sequel. Hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, he was a great part of that movie. I, I'm actually really intrigued to see the sequel. I I, uh, I love Space Jam. Obviously, yeah. my childhood. I mean, I remember the actual VHS like plastic casing I had. For yeah. It, you know? <laughs> So that's a good shout, man. That's a really good shout. Now I, I, I haven't watched it in so long. I, I think I need to go watch it again. I think it's on. Netflix. It's on Disney Plus, right? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. That's a yeah, Warner it's, property. It's, oh, sorry. Oops. Or it might be on Amazon Prime as well. I think I've seen it, it available that. somewhere. But uh, okay, number three. I've had two funny sports movies so far. Two comedies. Let's make it three for three, baby. So number <laughs> three on my list is uh, the Longest Yard. The new version with Adam yep. Sandler. Okay. Now, right. look, I understand it's not the greatest film you of might, all time. You might catch some flack for that from. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't care. I mean, I wasn't. Bo- I don't think I was born when the first one came out, so I don't give yeah. a you rip. Were not, of, yes. I don't you give a not. rip about the the old one. Okay. Old movies aren't funny. Okay. Only the newer things are funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, I love this movie, man. Um, it is a great movie. It's dude. good, man. Yes. I mean, what is funnier than Kevin Nash taking estrogen pills? <laughs> And That's getting true. all emotional as the movie goes on. That's you know? true, man. Like, seriously, man. Like, the, the amount of, like, talented people, like, whether it's a rapper or an actual NFL player or a wrestler. Yeah. And then Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Chris Rock. I mean, man, it is such a good, funny movie. Dude, how about, what, yeah. pulling uh, McDoubles or Big Macs out of your... Yeah, oh, Cheeseburger Eddie. Yeah, yeah, Cheeseburger Eddie, man. Uh, phenom- <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. That is for him. that is so good, and honestly, and there's a few really cool parts of the movie too. Like when when um, uh, when Paul Crew like goes and earns the respect of Nelly's character, yeah, and and like the way he kind of redeems himself in the actual game, and honestly, like the death scene and everything after for the caretaker, like it's actually a. It gets you going. Yeah. Now, again, I know it's not the, f- the greatest movie, but it's just funny, man. Yeah. It is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goldberg is in this movie, all right? <laughs> yep. Bill Goldberg. Stone Cold's in this movie. And it does bring some, uh, it has some good, uh, it brings up another good part of like an overarching theme in a lot of really good sports movies where the commentators, like you get real commentators, but they're being funny. Which is something I feel like it is. I, I love seeing that in movies where they get real sports commentators to do comical roles uh, uh, in the in their broadcasts. Um, I believe uh, who is, is it? Dan Fouts, who's in the I think who's in the um, the booth and the booth, and they bring up the con- the the big convict, and he's helping announce with them, and they're just like they're unease with him and uh, stuff like Chris, that. Chris Berman's in it. Is it Chris? Yeah. I know Chris Berman is, but I think the other guy might have been Dan Fouts. Dan, Dan Fouts? I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. But, but anyway, um, but yeah, it was just like the <laughs> the like the uneasiness and the comedy of it is yeah. it's it's awesome because lots of times I feel like sportscasters take themselves a little bit too seriously. Yeah, when yeah, they're when they're sure. t- calling a game, and this is a great way for them to like loosen up and have fun with it. Yeah, 
it's just so many good one-liners. I, you know, we'd be here all night if we just kept quoting all of these oh, films yeah, that we're absolutely. saying. Oh, but yeah. there's just so many good one-liners in that movie. So, and and again, it's just one of those movies that I literally I watched in my home like a lot. So yeah. Uh, so I mean, you had an Adam Sandler movie for for your number I did three, I, right? I, I'm it? sensing a I'm sensing a segue here to your yes, number two. Adam Sandler. Let's hear it in Happy Gilmore. Oh, phenomenal! Yes, <laughs> great mo- golf movie. Yes. Absolutely uh, hysterical. It's Adam <laughs> Sandler in his prime. Is this when he beats up Bob Barker? Of course, yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, yeah. this is when he gets beat. He up gets beat by up by Bob, Bob Barker. <laughs> yeah. Price is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, dude. So many, oh so gosh. many great quotable moments uh, in that yes. movie. Uh, it's just insane premise. Uh, it, absolutely insane premise. This could never actually happen. But of course, Adam Sandler and his yeah. his comedic role in it is just executed to perfection. Yeah, uh, very timeless movie for yeah. sure. Carl Weathers, yes. phenomenal. <laughs> uh, fight with the alligator. Yes, oh, fight with the alligator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Ben Stiller, his one line, he's just so good as the caretaker in the ho- in the home. And how about uh, Peter Gallagher as the the villain man? Oh, it, ye- it's, wait, is it Peter? Gall- oh no, Peter no, Gallagher. no! It's uh, what movie? Oh, dang, man! I just drew a blank. I I always confuse him and Peter Gallagher at the same. The- yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. So lots of good characters, and you even see a couple of golfers show up, and you know have these little um, nice lines that they're bringing up. So that's really cool too. And once again, there's a couple of yeah, drops. Christopher where- McDonald. Christopher that's what McDonald. It is, dude. He yes. plays that role, that that douche role to perfection, man. It is <laughs> like in every movie he plays, like it. it yeah, amazing. he always plays very amazing. upper crusty people. Yeah. Oh man. But it, uh, but yeah, that's my number two. That's a good shout, man. Shimato, how about you hit us with number two? Uh, my number two um, fills in like the very like childish part of my baseball life. Mm. Um, number two for me is Sandlot. So this is your second baseball film. This is my second baseball. Okay, film. we had this wager earlier, Justin. Yeah, if he's going to go. Over under two and a half. So I mean, yeah. I'm eager to hear your number one, but let, hit us with number two. Let's keep going. Yes, number two, <laughs> The Sandlot. Mm. I feel like it just it encapsulates the joy of um, of growing up in a in and finding your people and finding your passion. Uh, because at the beginning of the movie, um, the main character Smalls has no he, he has no passion. He has no knowledge of baseball, and through the, he has no friends as well because he's new to this school. And through baseball and through becoming friends, he gr- gains this love of of baseball. And it, it really resonates with me, not just with the the awesome scenes and everything like that. But, I mean, in a lot of ways, when I was growing up, that's how I felt. Like, I inter- that was really the best way I found it interacting with kids my own age was through sports and through baseball. Like, that was what I used to connect to people because, I mean, in a lot of other ways, I just – did not connect with other people, uh, <laughs> you know, being, you know, the nerdy geeky kid. And it was like sports was one of the few ways that, you know, I don't know, like, you know, you, you could interact with the cool kids and they would be, you know, being relatively good at it, you know, meant something when you were that young. So, sure. yeah. you know, and then and the Sandlot just it was so good. There's so many great lines and so many. Such a classic. One of the great yeah. scenes is the the carnival, the fair. When oh yes, uh, such a good scene, man. And uh, they all just uh, chewing tobacco for the first time. Yes, <laughs> such a good scene, man. Yeah, and I love the uh, the it, that's kind of like the ending of that Fourth of July scene. And I just like I, I love that idea of like nostalgia and that it brings up as well. And just I don't know, like a, a simpler time, you know, where you were when you were a kid and life was fun. Mm. <laughs> Amen. 
Um, okay, speaking of fun, we I've had three comedy sports movies so far. Four for four. Are you ready to hear <laughs> four, four for four? four. Wendy style? <laughs> well, my number two is actually not a comedy. Oh, I know, oh right? man, boo. Yeah, believe it or not, I, uh, I actually can watch a movie that's not just a comedy. So, um, I mean, there's some good funny moments in it, but, man... I just love Remember the Titans. Mm, great movie. Yeah, it, great movie. Very funny moments in that movie. There, there are. are. There are several. There are some really well, good ones. Good movie, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Ooh, and Denzel making two appearances on his ah, list. How about yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Not bad, Denzel. Almost as if he's like a good actor or something. Oh, I am. I, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, Remember the Titans, man. Not only is it a great film, not only does it have just every emotion you can possibly have, you yeah. will experience watching this movie. Uh, but also just the lessons it teaches you, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the whole premise of it, of, like, integrating this this uh, high school football team, you know, with uh, with black players and just the the divide that created, but also the unity it created as the yeah. film goes on. Um, it is such a timeless movie. It really mm-hmm. is, yeah. And uh, I hate to do this live. Well, we're not live, but on this pod, but my wife has actually never seen it. You believe Whoa. that? I know, How's man. <laughs> So, okay. So our marriage is in question. She would really like that movie. She too. would, man. I yeah. think she really would. Wow. Yeah. Um, because even if you're not a big sports person, even if you're not a big football person, right? Yeah. Like you can watch that movie and just you, there's just so much depth to it. Yeah. Like uh, the whole like training camps uh, scene where they're at camp and yeah. uh, they go to uh, get what's what's the, uh, the Gettysburg. Bat- Gettysburg. Gettysburg. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Dude, that scene just such a powerful scene of like building camaraderie and yeah. the 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 trouble that you guys. Face internal internal struggle that they yeah. face. Yeah. It's just it was it's just such a good. Yeah, I wish, I wish like every human was forced to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's another one of those marks of just like a great sports movie is just its ability to transcend the sport. Yes, um, and you know, like it's just sometimes it's just a good movie. Like whether whether it involves a sport or not, you're just it, it, like the, the it being a sport is just a background in a lot of ways. Yeah. So that's my number two. Yeah, good uh, shout, man. Good shout. Before we hit our number ones, let's do a little honorable mentions, okay? So these movies were good, uh, but they didn't crack our list. So, uh, Shimada, you have any honorable mentions? I do. I have two. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, number one, it is the name of my fantasy football team, The Little Giants. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. It's another one of those. It, it, it's similar to like the Sandlot for me, but in the football realm. Of just like a bunch of you know kids and them growing up and learning the you know how to play football and the comedy of it and I love Rick Moranis. I love Rick Moranis. Dude. And and I've I love Ed O'Neill as well. Ed O'Neill is so good of an act of an actor, especially when he's kind of playing somebody who's a little like full of himself. He's phenomenal in that role. Um, you know, and this is coming off of his Married with Children days and things like that. So he, he's just phenomenal in that role. Um, and then the second one for me is a crazy comedy, basketball. <laughs> um, it is combines two sports. It yeah. combines two sports That's created impressive. by the, um, the the guys who created South Park. Um, and it's just it's it actually has a relatively decent storyline behind it as well that you can follow. Just along. like South Park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Exactly, um, exactly like that. This movie happy- is, has <laughs> actually affected my life so much to where me and my friends literally play this game. 
We have played it a lot in real life. You've played in real it. life. Wow. We played basketball, followed the rules, did this, did the stuff in it, wow. and it's impressive. You know, it's it's just you know, it's a an interesting idea about the. It's also about like the commercialization of of sports is what the main idea is about, and how you know all of this, this new sport comes out of the way that people feel about their sports and how they've been so monetized. So does it does it end with like a nice soft key and, uh like piano key and one of the characters is like, "You know, I learned something today." <laughs> Just like South Park. Just yeah, exactly. Like Every that. South Park episode ends like that, dude, yeah, for real. They always uh, do like some sort of moral lesson. Yeah. Uh I know for a fact that at, at, in the end it uh ends with uh one of the main characters cursing out Reggie Jackson. Mm. <laughs> Isn't he in Cartman's voice too? Doesn't he use Cartman's voice? Oh, that's amazing! Not to curse him out. I need to see this. I've never he seen. He does it. say he does use Cartman's voice in it, and he does use Mr. Garrison's voice in it <sighs> at oh, one point in two, in two it, different man. scenes. <laughs> Justin, how about you hit it? Hit us with your honorable mentions. Yeah, okay. I have uh, two as well, and uh, one's a uh, more grittier, and uh, this one is Any Given Sunday with Al Pacino oh, and yeah. Yeah, Jamie yeah, yeah, Fox. Yeah. Uh, this is a, definitely a grittier take on football. Um, yeah. And I just really like Jamie Foxx and Al Pacino's performance together, yeah. the way they play off each other with uh, coach and player. Uh, I don't know. I just really like that. Uh, it was probably like one of my uh, like first like R-rated movies I saw, too. It yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> um, but uh, the other one is A League of Their Own. And I just uh, – yeah, that, that movie, man, this, I, I'm not a baseball fan. Not at all. Okay? I am not a baseball fan. Uh but a league of their own, I just really love it, man. It just uh, the dynamics of all the players, and I love uh, picking up the going along and recruiting players and yes. recruiting people. Yeah, and the time period that took place in was just uh, I don't know. Men are all off at war, and then here you go. We got to keep the sports going because you know yeah. us. We need our sports. We need That's our right. fix. We need just our. Like fix. We need it now. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, man. But yeah, it is a. It is once again feel that idea of you know pulling this ragtag team together you know and becoming something greater than you know the sum of the parts for sure well let me hit you with a couple of my honorable mentions there's a lot i've could i could have had here uh the first one it's actually i don't know it's actually pretty similar uh in some ways to remember the titans have you guys ever seen glory road yes 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 so good movie honestly pretty good movie I, and again another movie that in my house for whatever reason was on all the time growing up so maybe yeah. Maybe I'm just convinced it was a better movie than it actually was, but it, Jerry Berkheimer, right? Berkheimer, yeah. Berkheimer, yeah. So he he created it too. So I mean, again, it's very very similar. You got the racial tension yeah. integrating that team. Um, really good movie talking about Texas Western, who I think did win that national championship in 1966. Yeah. Uh, so based off a true story, really cool. And then another one based off a true story, semi pro. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Fifth place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, Sammy Pro is such a. I love that movie. It's so <laughs> it's underrated. Good. It's so underrated. And the, the alley oop scene, man. Oh is yeah, so yeah. good. Oh, and man. everyone's just like, "What just happened?" The ref yeah. is like, uh, "Foul!" Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what's Ill- illegal. Like, I don't. Yeah. Oh, it was, it's so good. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, another one of the great parts of that movie, the commentators. Will Arnett is the. Yeah. It's hilarious yes. in that movie. And oh, it just, oh, so so it's many good, good we need actors. To watch that man, we need to watch that, <laughs> dude. I, I would, I would, I have it at home right now. I will watch it. <laughs> and I All feel right. like it's one of Will Ferrell's like forgotten roles. Yeah, yes. it really is. Yeah. 
Okay, here, here we go, Justin. This is what I want to know. We had this wager about Shimato. Yes, we okay. do. Oh, Over, boy. under. He's the biggest baseball fan I know. Like, yeah. I don't like baseball. No, not at all. At all. Like, I don't even know why now. anybody would ever watch baseball. It's back now, and honestly, <laughs> I haven't watched a single. I haven't seen a highlight. I haven't even cared to look at a highlight. Now, I will admit it's America's pastime, but. Which means it's past its time. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, so you just want to skip his number one movie? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm Let's, give him, a shot. I'm Let's give him a shot. I'm curious to see if it's baseball or here not. Here we go. So here we go. Shimato, I, I want you to tell us, Shimato, <laughs> I want you to tell us if if we were right in assuming that you had at least three. Went over two and a half. Yeah, if you went over two and a half. Here we go. Number one on your list. Mm, it was a baseball movie. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so as I was stating, uh, like, you know, I kind of fill these baseball movies in, you know, the way they fell in my life. And this is kind of the like the middle part, you know, I got Moneyball, kind of the new age one. Sandlot kind of filled in the young years of me, but the one kind of filled the middle and just kind of just going to carry along. Bull Durham. I love the movie. Uh, it's a great, All great right. acting, acting performance by Kevin Costner. Um, has the, has the duo of Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins as well as one of the most, most memorable, uh, sports characters ever in Nuke Lelouch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It is a good movie. I will say yes. that. And it's a great, like, it's another one of those movies that's just, it's a really good movie on top of everything yeah. else. You're not just a sports movie. It's a really good movie. And, and it, uh, sorry, I'll yeah. continue. Go ahead. And no, it just sorry. kind of encapsulates, like, the life and the grind of Major League Baseball and how um, it kind of fills in the storyline of the whole mentor-mentee relationship. You know, and how, you know, one person might be on the way down and one person's going on the way up and, you know, kind of having to swallow your own pride to still be able to, you know, do what you want, what you love. And I, I will say this. I'm not like I said before, and I've said it, I'll say it over and over again. Like, I'm not a huge baseball fan at all, but I will say some of the best sports movies are baseball movies. And I don't know. I don't know why. I just I, like Kevin Costner. He does a great he's in yeah. three baseball movies. And. Yep. Maybe even more, but I know three big ones. Well, and, here's uh, here's my point to that. Yeah, go ahead. It's it's not even that, so, and it's true. A lot of the best sports movies are baseball movies, but like as we were preparing for this, um, for our list tonight, like I I was doing some research. Like, what are there movies I forgot about? You know, like right, I just wanted. Yeah. I went on Google, yeah. and I feel like I'm not exaggerating when I say this. If you grabbed like a hundred. Sports movies. I feel like sixty of them are going to be baseball. Yeah, movies. I was I was yep. thinking the same thing, but I think I've narrowed it down to I think baseball gameplay simulation is easier to film than I think football, basketball. Yeah, that kind that's of stuff. true. But also, I think just you know because you can focus in, you can focus in on the pitcher and yeah. you can do yeah. just the pitcher because that's he true. has the ball. But and also the nostalgia the of baseball and the fact that it's like. It is our history. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it also has to do with like the head-to-head relationship that you can do. Like a, a pitcher on a mound, you can do his internal monologue, yeah. really like really easy. A, a hitter in the batter's box, you can do his internal mo- monologue as he's you know facing the pitcher, and it, it makes sense. And it has this head-to-head battle that goes along, where it's harder to bring that up in football. And it's harder to bring that up in basketball, like to deal with the like. And you ain't I, never th- seen Friday Night Lights, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Well, but I mean, like the head-to-head battle. Are you learning like about you know that wide receiver in that corner when they're going at it? Yeah. When the quarterback has the ball, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. no. See, but well, it, it creates true. it You're creates totally a right. very it's, it it allows you to focus in on like a very direct confrontation. It is such a it's so easy to tell because like you know in football you give the ball you, you, the quarterback he hands the ball off to the running back like 
on any given play, he can he's going to interact with. You know, it might be a nose tackle, it might be defensive end, it might be a corner. You know, depending on how that turns out. You know, you know, quarterback throws it to the wide receiver. He might interact with a linebacker, or corner, whoever it might be. You know that that pitcher is coming after that um, that hitter. You know that hitter is going to. Uh, you know, hit off of that pitcher, and they're very direct consequences as well. Like when you see a batter hit a home run, you know it's because he beat that pitcher. It's not that you know that defensive end got you know yeah. chop blocked by an offensive lineman, and you know the the running back on outside. You know things like that. Yeah, great great point, man. And so baseball movies are king. Yes, and here's how I know that, Justin. Yeah, tell me. Believe it or not, oh, this is crazy. My favorite base, my, my favorite sports movie Gosh. of all time is a baseball movie. Wow! Do you believe that? But here's the thing: <laughs> it's it's not it's not something boring like The Rookie or nothing like that. All right, it's a great, maybe the my favorite comedy it's, it's, ever. Oh, I was about to say it's not Field of Dreams. No, 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 man! Yeah. I'm talking about Major League, bro. Wow! The yeah. 1989 <laughs> classic covering the Cleveland Indians. Yes. And here's here's another thing. Uh, most baseball movies have some sort of really good deal with Major League Baseball, too, yeah. where they get all the licensing. Yeah. Too. So they, they're able to use actual teams, base teams which is really helpful. Yeah, <laughs> it know? is. But um, nonetheless, man, Major League, good night. What what can I say about this film, man? I, I really think it is Phenomenal. so funny, man. I mean, just the characters in it. You got Wild Thing, Rick Vaughn, Jake Taylor, Roger Dorn, Lou Brown, the manager. <laughs> Oh don't, yeah! Don't forget Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> what did you say? I hit like Willie, and I run like May. No, I hit like Hayes, and I run like Mays, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. And then, man, it's just—it really is like one of the funniest movies. And it's—it's it's rated R, so there's a lot of cussing. So I can't really repeat everything. Like some of the, my favorite moments in this movie, there's like at least one cuss word, you know. But I mean, there are so many good one-liners in yeah. this film. Yes. Um, and not to mention like the the intro music uh, yes. for Wild Thing. Yes, it's one of the, probably the most iconic scenes. Yep, yep. And it has actually transitioned over to uh, actual Major League Baseball. Yes. So, yeah, for the Indians, right? Well, in, in general, just for uh, the crazy reliever that comes in, there's usually like some wild theme song. I that feel plays like they that f- get everybody in the mood. So. Yeah, I feel like I always see every year the Indians do some sort of Major League night. You know? Which oh is yeah, smart. I'm sure they do. But um, yeah, man, like. Wild Thing, Rick Vaughn, and uh, Pedro Serrano. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So it's like the whole premise of it is so funny because what is it? They're trying to get the ownership wants to sell the team, but they can't do it unless attendance is so bad that they're allowed to break the lease well, with the city. They want to move to Miami, I yeah, believe. Yeah, they want to move the team to Miami. Yep. And so they they try to put together this roster of just misfits, and it, <laughs> they turn out to like win the pennant or like the division or something. Yeah. Uh, but golly, there's so many good one-liners. I wish I could say some of them. I'll just, I'll never forget when Willie Mays Hayes makes this amazing, like, underhand catch, and he comes back basket to... catch. Yeah, the basket catch. He comes back to the dugout, and Lou Brown's like, great catch, Hayes. Don't ever effing do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally something you could see a coach saying. It's like, it worked out this time, yeah. but he does not want to ever see Ex- you do that again. Exactly, exactly. So, if for some reason you haven't seen Major League, please go see it. I mean... One of my buddies, we are with with Jeff. We are always quoting it, like yep. all the time. So we we need to watch it sometime soon. But anyways, Major League, believe it or not, I got a baseball movie at the top of my list. I know it goes against everything Can't I believe resist. in. Ooh, wow! 
Maybe do I have a baseball movie? Let's to hear it. List? Let's finish out the the night here, Justin. What's number one on three your list? For, uh, three. That, that's gonna be a hard no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, but no. Uh, my favorite sports movie of all time uh, wouldn't really exist if it wasn't for another sports movie. But uh, my favorite movie is Creed, uh, starring ah, Michael B. Jordan. And, okay. And this, yeah. Yeah. Without Rocky, yeah. without Rocky, this could not be possible. And I will say this: Rocky won like a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Almost a, f- a film masterpiece. Like yeah. in, like this is one of the lowest budget movies, uh, but the story and everything was so good. And Sylvester Stallone, it was just like his passion project, and yeah. he it really launched his career and launched a lot of people involved in the project's career. And it got us to this point uh, to where Michael B. Jordan can star in this big blockbuster of a movie, yeah. Creed, which introduces some of the like the some of the most unique and interesting camera angles in a fight scenes. That are that are out there, yeah, and uh, just the whole main event, uh, the atmosphere. They really do a good job of like building it up and building it up. Yeah. And uh, while I was going through and making my list, I, I kept throwing out like movies that I really liked, really liked, and a theme kept pum- uh, popping up. And it was like I really enjoy fighting movies, and uh, mm. I, I didn't. I had Bloodsport on my list, but I, I honestly could have put uh, so much more on there. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why. Uh, well, you probably have well, you were saying that issues. a lot of like, yeah, maybe, the greatest yeah. movies are. Baseball movies. If any sport could give a run for their money, it's fighting, it's fighting movies. movies yeah. Like there, like there's so many great boxing movies out there. Um, I it, once again, I think it's be the one-on-one nature of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's this, like it's it's really easy to tell. Like two men go into the ring, and like you know at the end, like that it w- there were no outside factors. There was nothing else. It is about your will. It's a, it's to a, it's a clear person. like good and evil you can put yes. on screen. Did you, did you but, say uh, the warrior earlier? The war, yeah, dude, the warrior. How about man. the wrestler? Re- oh, wrestler, phenomenal! I almost yeah. had it on my list. I almost had it on my list. I really yeah. did. I yeah, thought it was going to be you on know, my list. And, and like with with the entire Rocky franchise, like there's some really cool like backstory with with you know Sylvester Stallone. Like you said, it was his passion project. Like he had to sell his dog to pay to you know partially pay for the film. And of course, he got the dog back after he got the mo- the money. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but like he put like, it, he like, put almost everything into this movie. Yeah, the Rocky um, movie, the, oh the turtles that are in the first movie, yeah. they're called Cuff and Link. He still has those turtles. Like Sylvester Stallone still has those turtles, and they live with him. So like, yeah, just his love. Like, Sylvester Stallone was he was nominated for Best Actor in Rocky yeah. in 1976, and then in Creed, uh, he comes back and plays uh, Rocky again, but yeah. as like the training role. And he's nominated again for Best Supporting Actor. And I think that performance by Stallone, like, he should have won that hands down because yeah. that was one of the, like, I was, I was surprised because, like I said, I'm a huge 80s over-the-top guy. And Sylvester Stallone was a huge part of that run for yep. me. <laughs> and uh, he was always over-the-top. But this this role in Creed, man, he had me, like, like feeling these feelings I didn't even know I had because he did such a good job. Yeah. And uh, Michael B. Jordan... I mean, like I said on previous pods, uh, he can pretty much do no wrong. He is amazing. Yeah. And uh, the transformation that he does to get in the the role of Creed, um, phenomenal. And I do feel Creed has one of the best montages. Uh, He's training in downtown Philly, and they got four-wheelers riding down the streets. Yeah. Uh, Just craziness, like running around uh, cars and dirt bikes and all this. It was just a wild, wild montage scene. That's awesome. But thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. and. Funny thing is, I was like, I was just asked my wife. I was like, "Hey, what's just curious? What's your favorite sports movie of all time?" And she, and she's like, uh, she's not really huge into like movies and all in general. And she's like, "Well, I mean, it's kind of a newer movie." And I said, "Oh, what is it?" She's like, 
Creed. I'm like, oh, yes. I said, I love that movie, too. Like, we're meant to be, right? But her main reason was because Michael B. Jordan looks jacked in that movie. So, uh, but anyway. I mean, can't blame her. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I'm, I mean, hey, Michael B. Jordan, a great He's a beautiful specimen. man. Yeah, dude. absolutely. A beautiful man. man. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so uh, shout out to Michael B. Jordan. So yeah. <laughs> there you get, there you have it, our top five sports movies of all time. Just to, I'm, a, I'm a little surprised. There's a few that we missed that I can't believe. I mean, nobody said Joanna Man. It was um, tough, yeah. man. It was tough. Have you ever seen Shaolin Soccer? Yes, dude. That's a crazy movie. But it's dude, how come? What the heck, Justin? How <laughs> come? What, what about Ladybugs? One no one said Ladybugs. Oh, on a serious note, no one said Caddyshack. <sighs> Caddyshack, a very good movie. Yeah, it doesn't, yes. it doesn't hold up though. To be no, honest, no, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, I I had like four other comedies above it. So, but anyways, man, that was fun. I really did enjoy that. Sports um, is back, man. For now, it is. Yes. For, yeah, for now. <laughs> for sports that are in bubbles, it's back. Uh, yeah. Or at least that's the way it seems to be. Anyways, we can't get on that tangent. Otherwise, we will be here all night. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I'm glad we got to talk about our top five sports movies. Either of you have any recommendations for anything for our listeners before we get out of here? Yeah. Um, so Umbrella Academy Season 2 finally dropped. Oh, yeah, today, right? Yeah, it was today. And I was only able to watch Episode 1, but, dude... It, one of the craziest Stellar. episode ones I've ever seen of a season, man. Ooh, it was. It definitely okay. gets you hooked, and uh, lots of questions come up. And dude, it's gonna be a wild season. I'm again, can't wait to binge it. <laughs> Might have some work to do, huh? Absolutely. Eh. Yeah, a long night ahead of me. So not bad. Okay, there you go. You off tomorrow? Yes. Lucky you. <laughs> Absolutely. Lucky you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get out of here. I really enjoyed this conversation with you guys, and uh, we'll be doing it again soon. Thank you to all of our listeners for checking this out uh please follow us on twitter at royal geek pod be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening let us know how we can improve as we are still the new kids on the block uh for my good friends justin and anthony this is t-roll saying thank you for listening to the royal geek podcast we will see you next time you peasants you peasants